0: I just want to welcome everybody to the Beach Billionaire blog, we're here with Annette and uh, she's a fellow Canadian and that's what we're doing we're interviewing fellow Canadians and uh, hearing their stories on what inspired them to make the big trip on moving out of the cold weather of Canada and traveling the world. So Annette if you just want to you know, tell us your story, maybe begin on how you, you Made the move from Canada to just in the mindset of, of you know traveling around the
1: Okay, well I love traveling, but uh, Spain has been a place for me to come back to for years uh, when I was doing flamenco. Oh, I'm a great. flamenco dancer. And so, like many Flamencos, I used to come here for the summers, and I've done that for years, and I had run my school. And then I went through a big change of my life, like changes in my thumbs. Well, you've always wanted to go to Europe. I have Mediterranean blood anyway, so it was like coming back home kind of thing. Um, so came as I went through a transition in my life, and um, they wanted to make it easy on me. I was just going of ended up uh, asking a school if I can get the paperwork done so I can come um, legally, as opposed to a lot of people, you know, when they come to do the flamenco, yeah. they don't necessarily have that set up. Okay. Um, possibly, partly because of where my stage of life, I'm not that young anymore. So it's not, I thought, I don't wanna live the adventure where I don't know if I'm gonna be kicked out tomorrow or not. So I came of uh, now 2011. Okay. Um, so I've been living here. Uh, it's definitely not what we expect. I mean, when you when I used to come here for flamenco for classes, you get this sort of fantasy about w- what it's like, and you say, "Oh, I love everything about it." Until you live in here, and and, and unlike a lot of flamencos, I actually started working here and. So learned about the system, and it's not that easy.
0: <laughs> okay. Did you plan for that before you came, or it just sort of happened when you actually came to Spain?
1: Well, no, I knew, obviously, I was going to come at least a minimum a year because that's what okay. I got a year, visa. Um, and then I've just been renewing it. I, I didn't think I was going to go back right away. Uh, but I didn't know I was going to be here for yeah. five years through the struggles of it. Because it's not easy being right. in, in... Well, in Spain, I don't know about the rest of Europe, but it's not easy in terms of working and getting or, uh, work permits and stuff like that. Possibly it's the same situation if somebody goes from here to Canada, I'm not sure. Right. But I'm, I'm just speaking from my experience from, from there to there here, to here course, yeah. so which is different. Yeah. But, yeah. So, and, you know, being used to the Canadian system. I'm very critical now here. <laughs> some people, sometimes I wonder why I'm still here.
0: Well, people hustle it. I met some people in Malaga. Is it the same thing? Either you grow your business in Malaga, or that's it. There's not many
1: Well, yeah, and uh, being an autonoma, which is self-employed, right. is definitely more complicated here. It's been a challenge. It's frustrating. I'm actually right now going through another major change and so you're going to go, maybe I should be heading back home. <laughs> um, uh, apart from this uh, unfortunately, my father passed away last month. Oh, so I just came, I was in Canada all of December. I just okay, came back. Okay. Um, and then everything seemed to have taken a turn. And so now I'm going, ooh, what, do I start over or do I? So we'll see. Uh, hopefully that noise is not no, that's fine. Um But yeah, being self-employed is very much a challenge yeah. here. And that was, for me to come as a student was the easiest way mm-hmm. to come here. So I did that for three years. As a student, do
0: you get to stay a little bit longer?
1: Well, no, because you have a visa then, right? You do stay for a year. It's not like a tour. If you're a tourist, you only have, what, six months, I think, or something like that? Um, Or three months and six months. I don't remember how. um, But definitely you get the year and then you decide if you're going to renew. And I renewed as a student three years in a row. Then of course you pass the hurdle of three years. Then you can apply. If you were, if you're lucky enough to get a contract with a company, then you can get a job. Or the other option is to become self-employed, which I did because I had met somebody that was offering. I do. I teach English classes. I've been been teaching a lot of places for the last five years as well. And so uh, I met a gentleman that was going back to Australia with his family. His wife is from here but he said you know you can take over some of the classes and but it would be easier for you if you become an autonomous so i changed my status right so i have a residency as somebody that works for themselves not an easy system Mm -hmm. you pay taxes um, for just existing <laughs> um, not earning you don't have to earn to pay
0: right, uh, right. they like
1: to collect that monthly thing, monthly uh, <laughs> thing. <laughs> which is, makes it tough because if you're let's say you earn certified you know whatever it is you're paying 200 288 a month euros that's just steady, just steady. Yeah. I mean you, if you're a new business you might start a little uh, with little fee and then yes. it goes grows as you go and i at the maximum Maximum of the minimum either. It's hard to explain to you. It's the system is very complicated. It's not easy No, like in More complicated in uh, Canada? Yeah, because Canada you work, right? You're self-employed. You work you pay your taxes based on what you earn what you earn here. No, you have to pay taxes um, Being on the system, and then you pay taxes when you earn the money, mm-hmm. so you get double taxed I okay. mean you get taxed on so it's not so edit so it's it harder to be to uh, To actually get yourself set up, right. and I've, I've, I've also got involved last uh, last uh, fall. I'm going to say that because it's just now winter, <laughs> winter January. But uh, with uh, two ladies that had a business, and I could I through their experience, I learned about their struggles. It's very hard for small business to survive here, okay. especially in Andalusia and in Sevilla because of the market. Um, the client base are very much close-minded about what they want. Is it affecting? No, no, yeah. And so it's hard. It's uh, it's interesting to be on the inside of a business to see how it's operating because I was. Tra- you know, contemplating actually investing with them. I wanted to watch what was going on with the business for the last four months. I had made a little investment in their space. I was also running, um, you know, like cooking cl- events and stuff like that because I, I get my, I have my hands on a lot of things. Okay. So I thought it would be a perfect place to do a lot of A lot of my ideas put them in place there. Uh However, it just didn't survive. Some mistakes they made uh, themselves, and some it's just part of the system here of how small businesses operate and how difficult how the challenges that they have to face. But yeah, so it's been a learning experience (laughs) for the last five years. Every day, you think. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Many challenges. Many challenges. But that's because. Um, if you come in and you stay on the fringes of it and do something, if you're working like with a company outside or whatever, it might be easier than you actually getting involved in a system. It's just right. a different system.
0: For sure, and yeah. like like you said, people coming here and developing their own things. It's it's a bit of a struggle because, it's, uh, yeah, especially as an outsider, I guess. Yeah. yeah, well,
1: outsider, but even for them inside. inside. I mean, this, I mean, for small yeah. business. They, this is a, a country that still don't understand very much uh, how that uh, entrepreneurship um, assists. I mean, maybe in the bigger cities like Madrid, Barcelona, they're more more of an entrepreneurial spirit, but in places like in and smaller places, they don't, the government doesn't understand it very much. They, I think there's a misconception of that small business is not a place where, it, it's a way to create movement in the economy.
0: right? Okay,
1: I have a business degree as well, so I have an MA. So I watch these things and you kind of go, well, it doesn't make sense because really, if you promote it, it would make things happen more in Spain than it does right now. Anyway. Um, they're definitely, there uh, it's more of a challenge,
0: mm-hmm. just to sum it up. Is there more of a sense of people here, because uh, I've been walking around and I see, you know, uh, people people support, well, I mean, they spend. They, they go out, they uh, eat a lot outside, uh, you know, they, they actually go to small little businesses, which is rare in Canada. Everything is being overrun, you know, by people uh, corporations. Well,
1: no, see, the, the difference is that small business can run in your home in Canada, yeah. which here, because you're an autonomous it would be harder it would be harder. now uh there is just a lot of businesses but a lot of them change over there's a lot of uh, there's a huge turnover in terms of businesses here like you might see a place open for a while and shuts down and after a while like with, so year year and a half you'll see a lot of changes right. um here so it seems like there's a lot of small business it's just because they have a lot of those spaces that's one thing we don't have in canada we don't have under a building you don't have a commercial space like we here they it's often the buildings built and have commercial space right so in that sense it's easier to find a space not necessarily cheap it depends on the location etc um, in terms of people going out uh, again people still it's a, a concept a con- perception Yes, they go out. They're spending less. Um, I don't know about Malaga; might have more movement in terms of money and whatever. And because there's a lot of other, like, there's a lot of foreigners there. Yes, yes. Here, it's, there's foreigners, but not the same percentage, I would say. In um, so here, people go, but they're probably spending less okay. uh, than before because it still seems to be like in a crisis. Because that's the the whole thing that came out of that business. is yes. like, oh, maybe. People, we're still in the crisis because people are not wanting to spend the money. Uh, people don't want to put their kids into classes that are extracurricular activities where they um, have to pay money. They want services, but they don't want to pay for it. So, again, it's a cons- it, it might be a misconception. If on the outside, you walk in the street, you think there's a lot more than maybe what it is, mm-hmm. being inside of it.
0: What would you say? uh, I mean, you've been doing this for about, and and, you know, in terms of not just Spain but the whole uh, lifestyle. Have you, have you, have you changed? I mean, is there something you missed from Canada, or something?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't for the weather, Which not because it's weather, it's because it slows my personality. I am a type A person that has that does a lot so for me the snow it would just put a damper on who I am more than anything else well, like not many because, people. no yeah but not because of the cold it's just because I like moving around I'm, I'm not somebody that's gonna settle and I, I get restless mm-hmm. so um, if I can bring Canada's way of doing things he right. put it here I would never leave <laughs> oh no, no because uh, we have a different way of thinking uh, again, being involved in the system here, I don't agree with Sal how the government is run. I mean, there's things. I mean, I'm not saying Canada's perfect, right. but overall, we do things right. Yeah, I think. From, and now that I've lived somewhere else, and, and I know mentality because of my background. I mean, I, my my roots. I've got roots and I've got Arab, Greek, Italian. And I know their mentality, and I know I'm glad I'm Canadian <laughs> in ethics and morals, just the way we do things. We're quirky bunch, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I know we, we're just different uh we're different than americans we're different than europeans i'm not saying we're perfect but like we've got certain things that we think we, we do well
0: i know we spoke going before there there are not that many canadians i think here where we are right now in seville. in seville
1: yeah in seville not so many i i know just one lady i'm actually a member of a, a club of american women's club and uh, there's one person that's canadian other than me which surprising! Uh, and I heard uh, there might be another girl that's married to somebody. But usually you okay. come across Americans, not not Canadians, especially ones that live more on a permanent basis. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, uh, maybe we're more travelers than
0: maybe or people that
1: than, than people that would go settle somewhere else. I don't know.
0: Do you see yourself continuing uh, either in Seville here, or do you, you plan to maybe?
1: Well, yeah. I see myself right now. I've got a, a boyfriend here now, mm-hmm. so for now, and I'm still trying to, mm, you know, figure out what else I can do. Right. I, I haven't. Whenever I feel that I haven't, that the learning experience yes. hasn't finished for me, I'm still learning, and I'm, I like that. That mm-hmm. sort of keeps me going, even though sometimes I get frustrated. Like recently, I'm going, geez, yeah. <laughs> should I? Well, there's them? a lot of
0: challenges here. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So.
1: Who knows, um, but definitely on a short-term basis, I keep thinking that I sh- it's worth it to still give it a try. Um, right. I have made some connections with these ladies. One of the owners of this business is still interested in um, putting together something else, and I think that you know there might be some possibilities at this point I could be proven wrong, right. and then I have to make a decision then whether I stay anyway or...
0: So it's always changing, you don't to, For
1: me, as a, as a person that does English classes mm-hmm. and state, um, I haven't really got involved in any academy, so I haven't got something what they call fijo, like st- fixed here. Yes. Um, it's been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, because it changes on a year by year, like anything else. You don't know if your class is gonna be renewed the next year, if, uh, if their business or the school are gonna have enough business for the next year. Um, I also work with the university here. Uh, one of the universities giving classes. And that also changes depending on how many people sign up. Also, their semesters start later. Uh, things don't really happen until October, and often you're like going, "Really? I'm on hold from right. September to the middle of October." So it's always this this uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty in your schedule. So. It makes it more challenging, for
0: sure. Have you found that by by living this lifestyle, it has changed you? If you look back maybe 10 years ago, uh, in terms of you know, your uh, attitude towards things? Has, has, has the place, has the movement changed you in any way? No, because
1: really, uh, before that, in Calgary, I actually ran my own flamenco school there for a while. So there was always the same kind of uncertainty. Maybe I thrive on that. Maybe that's why I'm still here. <laughs> but um, but sometimes you, you get tired and you go, yeah, it would be nice to have something boring for a while. Boring for a while. <laughs> you know, okay. it's just kind of like, yeah just routine. Uh, I haven't lived routine for a long time, so I can't really say that right, right. That it
0: And that's one of the biggest me. things, I think, especially for experience, is you experience, that you get out of, especially people, are, I mean, coming from the typical Canadian, you know, we have our job routine. Yes. Like you said, wake up in the morning, go work at XYZ place, in an office. Uh, but here it's been challenges for you, figuring things out. Yeah. Um,
1: like being, learning how to become... Uh, Renewing, doing the, going through the renewal process Um, in Canada, for example, if you're about, if you're in a country in, sorry, if somebody from outside comes to Canada, about three four years you can apply to get citizenship and so on and so forth. Here you need ten years of, of renewals and whatever, unless again you find another way of doing it. Um, So. I lost my track of mind here. Uh, so my thoughts <laughs> um, remind me. Oh, well, we're
0: Sorry. Talking about you know uh, people coming from a routine. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean
1: definitely this kind of lifetime being an expat, not coming with a company, right. is definitely not for everybody. Because coming with company, a company, yeah. is a different thing. Because you've got that, that uh, certainty. You've got something that's gonna keeping you. And they sort
0: of take care of. Absolutely, things. absolutely. I mean, you are here to work for them.
1: Yeah, uh, and they you have to prepare for you the paperwork and everything yeah. else is done for you. When you come on your own, it's a huge, first of all, risk, blah, work, and uh, learning the ins and out of a system. It, it's been tr- even for my boyfriend who's from here, mm-hmm. going through the paperwork renewal with me. Has been wow. an eye-opening for him about how the administrative system works here, and how things sometimes don't make sense.
0: And it takes time,
1: and and you keep thinking, oh yeah, now I figured it out. Then the next year, there's another little challenge. Um, so that's in terms of paperwork, in terms of even like finding out um, just how to find work and so on and right. so forth. Challenges. It's been an eye-opening for me, for him. Uh, because he's he's also a civil servant, which is very common for people to be the funcionarios here. The, they love it. Okay. Um, and because the they give them, because they give them, yeah, working for the administration because it gives them certainty. And so, uh, and, and when I, when he sees my challenges, he goes, this is why I'm a funcionario, I'm going out. Ah. And I'm going, that's not <laughs> in Canada. We don't want that. We don't want exactly. to work for the government so much. We, we're not looking for administrative. Right. Um, what do you call it? What we, a civil servant? Kinda yeah. Jobs as much as here. Here's yeah, a steady
0: job, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. Give them certainty. They're promised job for life. It's not. I'm also learning about their system of how to. If you want to advance, it's yeah. not a fun way to do it here. It's you have long, to write it.
0: Slow they have process. to write
1: exams, and so they don't. They don't. It's not. You're not valued on your experience mm-hmm. and your skills. You're valued yeah. on if you pass an exam or not for the next step over, okay. Okay. which is not our way of doing, looking at things in in North America. We think that if you work well uh your you know your superiors notice that you do a good job and you get promoted based on that which makes more sense i think so that so there's challenges in that way i've learned a lot i'm telling you (laughs) learned a lot even when i went and bought my car Mm -hmm. and when i had to get my driver's license writing the exams I've gone through most, uh, like a lot of things in five years that most Canadians probably don't have to, have well, to go through. Driving it. itself,
0: from observing from pedestrian oh, yeah. point of view, is actually a challenge. Oh, yeah. I mean, they. I've seen big trucks pull into alleys where in Montreal, I think it's only for pedestrians. It's quite. Uh, oh, yeah, here the yeah. rules
1: uh, are made to be broken. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, the
0: rules are for cars. And the that. rules for cars, yes, absolutely. I was, <laughs> pedestrians, watch out. So oh, be yeah. careful.
1: Oh, yeah, I was yeah. crossing the street just now coming here and this lady we didn't even pay attention that i'm sitting there walking on the cross the you know where the area where you actually cross you legally i should be crossing Uh, you know you're not there just keep going (laughs) there's not not that courtesy that even when you're driving driving is uh, pretty challenging uh i drive here now i'm used to it Mm. i've always been i've always liked driving so for me you know whatever but it's amazing um you have to be watching for everybody here
0: yeah yeah. a lot there's a lot of people the streets are narrow i mean unless you're in one of the big uh,
1: no i'm talking even about outside of a city i don't it. yeah in general because i drive outside mostly Um okay. it's some yeah so going through red lights is a common thing here yeah so you just have to kind of be careful so canadians once.
0: feel right at home
1: <laughs> i don't know are oh, doing yeah. that but yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah well i i know in calgary for example i'm from calgary right
0: right
1: so no, you don't want to go through red lights because we've got the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I, I
1: don't know here; they might have the cameras, but it don't. think uh, maybe they work, maybe they don't. I don't know. Their yeah.
0: cars sort of just auto-regulate themselves on the streets. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a whole of, what are some of your favorite things here? I know you've been uh, living here for a while. The, the live stuff. does it get boring? And there's still things that you know.
1: No, well, for me, I, I'm not. It's just some, my personality. I'm always in getting my nose into something. I don't get bored. Um, What I like about it is, of course, that the river here, for example, it's got a whole of its own life. Uh, Maybe we don't take advantage of that as much in Calgary. Like, for example, around the river, there's only certain areas. But here, you know, they use that. um, It's quite extensive. It's still throughout the whole city. And you can, they have bike paths that are... Very well developed here. I'm a psych- I, well. Up to recently, I am uh, a cyclist. I go everywhere by bike, Inclu- including la- two years ago when I was working a lot outside of the center. I'd hop on my ba- bike, take it on the metro, get to the area, and I'd be like doing classes, giving classes all over the place. So I felt pretty strong about two years ago. Now I'm not so much because I am back in, my life's changed again with my classes where they are. (laughs) As I say, I keep going through changes all the time. Um, But yeah, so it's nice to have the bike paths here. Pretty well developed.
0: developed.
1: Yeah, I would say pretty good. I mean, they're not, again, there's no perfect system, but it's pretty good. Um, So I like that. about the the city? The, The city here is pretty. I mean, out of all of the cities in Spain, I would say it's one of the. It's a pretty city. And so. A lot of history
0: too. As you're it has around. a lot of
1: history. Yeah. So for somebody that likes um, history and old things, that's what I like about Europe. Anyway, um, it's it's where you want to be. Yeah. I have to admit, like I mean, uh, what I like about Spain is. And, or Europe is that within an hour, you can go to another little Pueblo and have it's their food and, yeah. and enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, and so. a
0: flight is, I mean, if you want to go to London tomorrow. Yeah, that's the, know, the like, only
1: thing. I mean, yeah, to yeah. Canada, you kind of cost you on a leg to go visit your family in Toronto. <laughs> you
0: really have access to, it's true. I think the flight from Toronto is more expensive than a flight to London. From here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 absolutely. So you I mean, like to still, like, recipe or yeah, and I, I have to admit,
1: up to this point, because I've been trying to teaching English has uh, have restricted my schedule. I came here because I wanted to travel, and I haven't done it as much as I want to. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, with all these changes now, maybe I should just take advantage of the situation and not panic about oh, what's the next project, and actually take it easy for a bit, especially with the changes in yes. my family and my you know uh, my mom and my sister are coming into europe uh, in my Mar- at the end of march so i'm going to go meet with them in rome and italy for a week so why not
0: <laughs> Do you find that you've adapted to the because you know first thing as, as a Canadian you notice know, here is you really have this, this, this I wouldn't say all laid back because people you know, they were too, but there's a very specific you know flow of the day. You know it starts a little bit later. I mean I know the sun comes up from around I guess around seven thirty eight o'clock yeah. or something like that. So the day starts a little bit later. They go out a little bit. But, you know, something shuts down. I mean, did you did you
1: adapt to that? Yeah. Did you no. That? And it's funny it's, it's, I mean some lots of people do. I yeah. I think I am I'm uh, resisting. I brought Canada's mentality with yes, me. Uh, and lots of people say, well, you know, you're not picking out, uh, picking up on this lifestyle. And I'm going, yeah, unfortunately, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm very much North American still. I'm, I'm North American living in, in Spain, not not a... So it's funny because uh, when I learned, uh, uh, when I did my MBA, there is a chart that of uh, how you you settle into a place, there is the adaptation, there is uh, resistance, there is whatever, and there's the middle of the ground here where you can be fine either or. I might be in a fine either or because uh, really, I didn't adapt it to the point where I go, oh, this is the love of my life, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I wanna live like this because I don't agree with a lot of things. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not gonna say it's okay. I mean, a lot of people say it's okay, this is how it is here, just go with the flow. But maybe I'm too idealistic, I, I tend to live with ideals a lot, uh, it's like, no, this is not what it's supposed to be, so I don't, so I tend to resist certain things, so I'm definitely North American living in Portugal. Yes. Like
0: yeah. a uh, lot of experts I met have the same problem, uh, you know, we came here and said, well, we don't, we like, we admire the lifestyle, we have a hard time catching on to it. So like you said, it's maybe it's resisting, uh, but at one point you know what we found that if we kept our mentality, it's hard to have some sort of a, a normal life with friends that are following that that schedule. Yeah. Uh, did you find that uh, a challenge? I mean, as you met people. You... No, I
1: mean I have good friends. Um, I have actually my Spanish friends now. I don't see them as much, so I'm back to now seeing more of my expat friends, which is which tend to be more Americans. Uh, but then I've got also I'm meeting like Polish people and stuff. But. Um, and uh, one of my fair American friends keeps telling me, "And just do what they do here." Uh, but I'm going. But I don't agree with it. So she tries to do that, and she seems to be fine with it. Um, but it no, it doesn't affect my relationship with people. I can because you know everybody respects uh, everybody's choices of what you do and how you do things, and that's the cool thing. Is that you know nobody expects it because you're from somewhere else that you should really be like everybody else here. For sure. Well, I, I don't think that either. I think part of uh, assimilation is actually the thing, same thing in, in Canada with what I like about Canadians, but, you know, with the immigrants that come, we still, lots of people keep their traditions there, but yet become Canadian. So, so here, I don't know if that's what they do. So I'm just maintaining my knowledge of how to be, uh, you know, an. An immigrant, or because I'm in a way like an in immigrant country, course, in this country, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know, um, it hasn't really affected me that in any way, that in that sense. But maybe, maybe I complain too much. That's what I thing. <laughs> nah,
0: we don't complain as Canadians. Uh, how often do you come back to? I mean, uh, you Buchanan? still have family, right? Oh, Buchanan? yeah, yeah, okay. My okay. sisters. How often do you family. come back and
1: Well, actually, it's funny uh, because since I've been here, I've gone uh, once a year. In one year, I went twice, and now I've gone last Christmas and this summer. My sister said to me, because my father was not doing, you know, Mm -hmm. health-wise, she said to me, you know, your father's not young, so just come in the summer like everybody else, as we planned, so we can be there together as a whole family. My brother was going to go, so I went. And then uh, I didn't expect I was going to go this Christmas but unfortunately my father's health went really bad so I was given the call you have to come and so I ended up going three times this year really yeah because last Christmas I was there and into January I was there for a few days in January, summer, summer and then
0: back. Uh, so. Do you find that traveling I mean since, since you've uh, I mean I know you've been back a, a lot this year because of father. but uh, normally do you find it hard when you make that switch, uh, you know, from the lifestyle you have here to just going back to Canada?
1: Um, no, but you do notice a difference after mm-hmm. a while. Like uh, me driving the car and going to places and not having to worry about where I to park every time. Yeah. Uh, you can go, oh, this is comfortable. But, you know, when I'm in Canada, yeah. I'm going, oh, I, I can yeah, This Yeah, there's certain things definitely that are comfortable about being where you're used to. Mm-hmm um familiarity is always nice yeah um the only difference is that when i go there i go to my parents house and uh, and for the longest time my family my siblings are like can you get rid of your junk from your parents <laughs> house? so it makes it unc- that way it's like okay yeah i have to deal with that issue but and then when i come back here like when i came back this time you know you just I've been busy. I've been yeah. busy moving things. I moved from one at my apartment to somewhere else where my boyfriend lives, and I had to dismantle that business. So I, t- I never had a chance to even think about really how it...
0: Would you say that you, you are still... I mean, would you say that you are more settling a little bit here? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, there's routine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not coming to something new. I still have my car. I have yeah. my things here. So, yeah, you, you are settled. I okay. mean, it is...
0: Home. It is home.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's your things where you're... Where, as a, when I'm sure it's a Saturday Night Live uh, episode. It's wherever your junk is. Yes. <laughs> home. Right. I don't know.
0: It's true. Where your it, stuff is. Yeah. Where your stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Have you... Um, was there any other... I, I know you mentioned you traveled a lot in the past. Is there anywhere you see yourself maybe in, a, you know, in the far future? Uh, Going out or traveling? traveling i love traveling yeah. yeah i
1: mean I, I used to before spain i used to travel a lot to mexico okay. i actually did an internship there when i did my mba um and i you know it's different there I, I didn't live there more than three months but i lived there for three months and then when i was young i grew up somewhere else anyway i went to canada when i was conscious of the change cause yeah. I, you know when i moved um i'd love to see the whole world i've been to china when my sister lived in china i thought it was a great experience i've been to thailand i've been to argentina two summers ago so for me this is not the end be all i want to see the rest of the world there's a lot of beautiful beautiful things to see right. and do.
0: and it's easy from here
1: and it's easy yeah. for me and, I, and this is what i need to start doing taking advantage of the fact i'm here mm. and it's and travel more like i planned i mean because the uh, the good thing here is that if you don't want to, or if you can't go further um, out into another country, for example, or take a flight, you can still get in the car and go for a, a weekend to, you know, um, Portugal or oh, so yeah, another maybe. little town here yeah. or, um, you know, like, there's so much to see. I've been to Morocco a couple times too with my friends because it was like, oh, let's go for a four-day sort of weekend yeah. because we have a holiday and during Semana Santa or, or during Feria or something like that. And so, definitely, there's options. You don't have to always hop on a plane to go. Yeah. So, it's just that now I'd like to go and take advantage of the rest of Europe. I've been to, uh, one time I, uh, my friend lived in the Czech Republic for a bit, okay. so I entered so, um, so I just went, when I came back from Canada, I don't know if I came back here, landed first and then went up to through Vienna and saw you know proud for a day and stuff like that so i mean it was nice because that you can do that yeah and
0: it's not uh have you been to croatians no, no not yet
1: okay i need to go there i've been to for example one like for my uh, christmas i have family in greece because i have a greek uh, background as well and so my cousin's daughter was getting married about two Christmas ago, I think it was, and it was easy for me to say, okay, I'm coming to the wedding. I mean, I wouldn't have said I'm going to the wedding to Greece uh, when I lived in Calgary because it was sure. just much yeah.
0: more... I mean, so traveling and the cost. Yeah,
1: a cost, yeah. and if you're going to travel that far, you're going to you know, need to stay there at least minimum a couple of weeks, weeks exactly. just to get over the jet lag even. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, so it was nice to be able to say, yeah, I'm coming to the wedding and see a wedding in, in Athens, which was, <laughs> I never would have thought. To do so, if I was still in
0: Calgary, for sure.
1: I mean, my ma- my parents didn't come to the didn't go to the wedding because mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. It's really,
0: yeah. Really positive. Have you had friends that have that have asked you you know, years, like, oh, you know maybe I'm thinking about me uh, myself, or uh, you know, looking at what. Yeah, uh, no
1: I, actually it's funny. I've only had one person ask me in brief about um, the visa and I said to her, would you you need to get somebody to sponsor your school?" I mean it's not easy for uh, uh, Canadian and Americans because from North America to come here so we have to yeah, they either have to come illegally like some do and stay longer student. than they do student or come as a student would get your visa properly done. But like you
0: said, some easy to sponsor you as a student.
1: Yeah. I mean usually you either have to sign up in a school for me, I did it with a flamenco school so they okay, could sponsor right. me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is a little and bit it's different. A profession I, too. Let me just... I, it was yeah. my
1: profession so I could come and you know and say, okay I'm studying but no anybody can come and study flamenco if that's what they want to do. Um, but you have to go to the school and say, you know, um, different schools have different criteria. Right. I ended up Hooking up with a school that was easier for me to do it with them because I was already having class, um, doing classes with them, whenever I came here in the summer. And so the the person knew me. And uh, but other than that, I mean, if somebody wants to come and study Spanish, the schools would sponsor them. They can get them the the required papers to get the process going. You do have to do it from outside. Uh, from outside right? Easier than if you come do it here first. So I would say that if you're gonna come here, you would come and check it out first, find the school, get the paper from them, go back home, uh requested the whole process to be done through the embassy of the proper ob- channels. It's observe
0: the long process. Yeah, <laughs> to do
1: it, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's not that long. It took me actually, when I, it took me three months. Okay. But I, because I knew I wasn't going to go until October anyway, I came, I came here, I used to bring tours here as well, my students, uh, for sort of Flamenco Spanish experience of living here. And so I came in the summer, uh, that summer when I wanted, when I had thought of moving here and uh, brought the letter with me, went back home, sent it to the embassy in Spain. By the time October 3rd came around, I was already with my visa, uh, which was a three months visa. And then when you're here, you already have the visa so you can do the rest of the process here. You have to eventually do it here, but you need, if you don't, Start it there. They're gonna send you out. For sure,
0: it's better to start there. From yeah. Here yeah. Continue, and then uh, and how long? I mean, that lasts for a year. I think, yeah, they give you
1: a year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you say. I want a year. They give you a year. They won't give you more than a year at a time. I don't think. But well, what
0: happens after? You just have to go back and renew it. So, uh, do you have to get out of the country? No, okay. no.
1: you're already on a system, you okay. just have to show them that you, um, the school is still accepting you. you st- I mean, you have to still do your paperwork For with sure. the school and yeah. get them to say that they're going to continue with it. <laughs> and then you just go to the extranjeria, which you get to know very well mm-hmm. after a while, <laughs> um, and there they guide you what you need to get them to for their renewal process. The renewal process is not necessarily easy. Sometimes it's stressful because they say, you know, like I remember times when I've submitted the papers in August and not before October, before they even looked at it and I had to go nagging after them because saying I need to because I'm going to be illegal. Uh, and then they say, no, no, that's okay. You've got up to certain days after it expiry. But if you want to travel, it would be a pain because you have to go get another piece of paper that right. says you can travel and come back. And so, and sometimes, even when you do the process and approve, it it's another two months before you even get your new card. So it's not a piece of cake but it's uh, especially if you're trying to work or, or do things or feel like you can travel and leave the country because I, you know when i went to that wedding for yeah. example i was waiting for my papers to be renewed
0: while you were there
1: When i was no when i was here, here. Okay. and i said to them well i need the visa. like what am i going to have a problem coming back on through the airport from when i come back from greece and they said, well, you need the paper because, yes, they can say why you're coming back if you're expired visa. So I had to go and pay ex- a little bit more money to get a piece of paper that says that I can fly back. Oh, okay. <laughs> So So they, they don't give me any problems at the airport. Yeah. I mean, you get to a certain age, you don't want to have these
0: hassles no.
1: where people yeah. are telling you, "You well, you know, we're going to kick you out next time. So for me, I always had to make, make sure that, sure that, that is done it was done right. Process, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I know we just got hit uh, in Montreal with uh, sort of big ice storm, winter storm, but is there anything that, you know, sometimes, you know, on a weekly, monthly basis, you think about, you miss about Canada?
1: Oh, no, definitely. I mean, (laughs) being an entrepreneur there, because Mm -hmm. it's easier. I know that you might, maybe maybe we have a perception that it's more difficult than it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We think that it's all about the big companies, but I see it differently now. (laughs) It's funny, because when you're on the outside, you start seeing things differently about your own country, and you start appreciating a lot of things. Um, I never thought I'd become such a patriotic Canadian as, as, as I am now. I mean, I always liked it, but I never thought I would become so, you know, rah rah Canada. You know? <laughs> um, but um, it seems much difficult there, but it's not really, when, when you think about the struggles here. Um, a person can, for example, open a business at home. Right. You can run your own business. Uh, yeah. If you're not, you know, I mean, you have to make sure that the neighbors are not complaining or whatever. It depends on if you have clients coming or not. That's issues that are normal, but at least you can do it mm-hmm. without having to go through the rigmarole of having, legally you need to become, you know, an autonomous. you have to sign these papers. and and, the and, you know, those things yeah. that you never, I never thought it would be this complicated, you know? Um, so if if you have a down uh, uh, time like where your business is not running, you it becomes a challenge here to keep going, sustain it. Um, so those are the things that I miss. It's like missing, missing that it should be easier. Uh, certain things could be done easier and. Maybe I haven't dealt with the administration in Canada about paperwork. Maybe it's complicated there, too, but I don't know. I, that part, I don't know. Well, every
0: country has their Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I'm sure the they do. You can't really get away from that. it. Yeah. It is what it is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But I know that though I met uh, just befe- uh, when recently a uh, uh, family, a Spanish family, who moved uh, when the crisis happened here they um the guy lost his job and he ended up getting a job in canada with a company i can't remember now which one it was i think it was an oil and gas company anyway and so he was there for a couple years or so and he could have stayed there longer he wanted to stay but um i can't remember if his contract expired or he had to um i can't remember the story exactly but he would have liked to stay because he thought he was at the point where another year or so his family would have got paper done and, and he thought it would be a good place for his kids to have a, a nationality Oh, that's great. yeah um, it didn't because he had a family issue that they had to come back for as well mm-hmm. so that's for me when he told me that I like when I told him that I need to be here for 10 years he goes really it can't be that bad because in Canada he was he knew by three years he was going to be able to get his paperwork right, right. as an landed immigrant or whatever yeah. or even as a person that worked there so that's when you realize, maybe maybe it's more complicated here. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it is 10 years if you want It's, it's 10 years because I
1: went to the office and said to them, um, I'm Canadian, and I've been here for that long, and then, no, 10 years. 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. So, I, so now what happens? I renewed as a student one year each year for three years. After that, you have the right to go and get an autonomous or to work for, a pro, uh, what do you call, a, working for somebody else, right? OK. Once you get that, then uh, as an autonoma now, I had to renew it after a year. And now I was given two years. So now I'm on my second year of the two-year stint. Mm-hmm. Then I have to go renew, and then I have to go for the three-year stint. So they'll give me another three years. And then after that, then you're given the five-year stint. And then you can maybe, now you're at that point.
0: At <laughs> that point, maybe you're going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: within yeah. about 10 years, is, I guess.
0: Is, is long for them, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And so I'm um, thinking, yeah, then I can actually apply for residency. I think more permanent residency if I want that.
0: So now you're, you're teaching a class for flamenco,
1: because flamenco is big here. I mean, is no, flamenco? here I don't teach no? flamenco. Okay. I actually teach Savianas for the, but uh, not flamenco as much, because I haven't done that. I haven't really, I just do it as a student here.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but uh, I teach most, so I've been teaching mostly English. I've done cooking classes, international food, because here you don't find a lot of international food. So I've been right. done the Thai food and stuff, because I love that kind of stuff. and. Um, you know, being in Canada. How was the reaction?
0: Like, most of your clients, are they local? Are they uh, I'm half classes? and half. Half and half,
1: okay. Half and half. People here that are open-minded to try it, right. they're, you know, they're like, oh, I remember when I did once a Thai riff uh, meal sort of class, Talking about all the different spices, making them smell the spices, and they're surprised about the things mm-hmm. that they're out there. I mean, this is the cool thing, again, about can- uh, yeah, Canada. So we have, about everything. About we have everything. We, we have, have everything. Point. And so, you know, like when I was doing my rehearsals with my group, every time after rehearsals, we always went for pho. And that was like to me, that we don't go to McDonald's, we go to pho. Yeah. And <laughs> so when I said to the Vietnamese, two so people going, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so I, I did actually once uh, um, a workshop working with um, Vietnamese food, I've done a Thai one, I've done an Arabic one, I've done... and so and then I started doing more events that are prepared meals, mm-hmm. and people were asking me for more dietas uh, which is like workshops, which I'm yes. hoping to start doing again, although I lost the space now, so I have to find another space yeah. just because the business went on uh, closed shop. So uh, probably created somewhere else, and that's the cool thing. Is that, that I' don't
0: something great that, that could probably be yeah, is yes, that, it, but that's it's why I think the reaction of people in the cooking class I mean,
1: uh, Yes, it, but it's still a struggle to yeah. get it uh, yeah. how to market it, how to yeah. let people yeah. you need to for the Spaniards, you need to find the people that are open-minded. Right. Cuz uh, in especially in a place like Seville, their food is the best thing in the world. And they'll tell you that.
0: They'll tell you
1: that. Yeah. And they'll tell you that there's no no need for other things. So The ones that are open-minded because they've traveled more or whatever, or because they're curious or like cooking, they're different, and so you have to find them.
0: Do you find that mindset different from uh, certain groups of ages, or it's more
1: of a... a, a... No, not necessarily the age group. I think it's just the... That's uh, how it is. Yeah, Yeah. especially in Seville. You you were in Malaga. You probably heard this from Malagueños. I don't know. Uh, Seville is known as a a place where people are pretty close-minded about things. And they always give you... Even Spanish people from Andalucía will tell you that about Seville. Mm -hmm. Even some ones themselves will tell you about yes. the ones that are open, realize that. Um, and a, a good uh, example as we, that's always given is like look at the Feria of Seville compared to the Feria of any other town. Feria of Seville, is a, you have to know people to go and enjoy it, to get invited to the casetas. You go to somewhere else like Feria of Jerez, anybody can go to every caseta and you can go dance anywhere and, and have a drink and eat. Here you have to know somebody that gets you in. So,
0: there's a lot of history. I guess comes with yeah, it. I mean,
1: Yeah, and also you have to remember, uh, now this is historically. I mean, this is my perception and a little bit what I understand. Uh, remember, a lot of money came into uh, from the New World to Seville through the Guadalquivir River. And so, um, obviously, the city got a lot of money from the New World, and so it was built with that history. And so, they're a bit elitist because of that. Uh, They know their city is pretty. Rightfully, so maybe, I don't know, but this is why they tend to be that way. Uh, The senores came here, the money came here, so partly historical. It's a big part of
0: it. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. uh, And it's great how you have shops, modern shops, and everything, but once you walk inside, look at the building, you know, yeah, it's still, uh, yeah, yeah, still, still part of history there. You know, yeah, the yeah, absolutely. Things, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: I want to thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're busy doing the millions of things that you're doing. Uh, well, right uh, now right it's a good thing. It's, I'm great to, uh, it's great to meet other Canadians sort of, you know, check the perspective. As I said, I haven't found that many here. In yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much, Annette for taking <laughs> your okay. time. And I wish you the best of success in all your projects this year. And, uh, you know, at least there's always the weather that warms us up. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: thank you so thank much. You. Thanks.
1: So,